Hi, welcome back to season two of the Engine Room podcast. I'm Millie, marketing manager at Finally and producer of this podcast. This is the podcast where we interview marketing managers from across the manufacturing industry. And with our combined knowledge, we provide you with the best tips and resources you can use to achieve your business growth goals. Welcome everybody. So here's something new for the Engine Room 2023. We now have a sponsor. So some of you might already know of Support UK Manufacturing, which was created by Andrea Wilson to unite manufacturing supporters, experts and business owners to create a strong and single voice for SMEs. Support UK Manufacturing is dedicated to improving, promoting and securing the long-term future of the manufacturing and engineering sector by focusing on productivity, skills, levelling up and net zero goals. This month, we welcome Curtis Bly to the engine room. Curtis has had an extraordinary journey with XL Metal Spinning, taking the business from strength to strength and growing in his role as a work experience to head of marketing communications. Curtis's passion for his role is infectious and by the end of this episode, I hope you're as excited to get to work and brainstorm some ideas as I was after listening to it. Any resources mentioned throughout the episode will be linked in the description box below and please like and follow our podcast channel if you enjoy this episode. So welcome uh, back to another episode of The Engine Room and and today I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Curtis. Um, He is Head of Marketing and Communications at XL Metal Spinning. Um, Welcome along Curtis. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I uh, appreciate you giving up time. So, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, we always start the show off just kind of uh, understand a little bit about yourself, you know, so tell us your journey, how you ended up head of marketing at Excel. It's a bit of a long one, really. Um, it started off with work experience back in 2012, it was. Um, still fairly young at this point. It started off with fairly mediocre tasks. Uh, back then we had a CRM database solely on Excel spreadsheets. So mm-hmm. in that two week uh, work experience, I was assigning a unique uh, profile number to each customer and their order. So yeah, it was a bit, bit of a, a boring sort of start to really my career, but it really branched out when the directors and the then operations manager wanted me to explore a little bit more into social media marketing and um, they had a, a generic Twitter account that they occasionally posted on, had about 150 followers. Um, and they really wanted me to look into how can we integrate marketing into the business. And at this point, I was 15 years old, had no clue whatsoever uh, about marketing. I started off from the whole vision of being wanting to be an RAF pilot. I was so adamant, and you can ask my friends at school, like, Curtis, can't believe you had this big career change. You were so focused on being this fighter pilot. Um, but now I sort of I fell into it really, and I really enjoyed like exploring social media. Me being sort of the young savvy uh, tech geek I was back then, and even still am to be honest. I'm not going to lie to myself. Um, and yeah, don't yeah, I won't lie. Do it. Yeah, I'd say fall into Twitter and it really exploring it, and even Facebook and um, the early days of Instagram. Um, but it, it, I think what dawned on me was. Excel metal spinning uh, is such a niche 
uh, process. I mean, Metalsmith itself is so niche, it's, it's unheard of. And that was where one of the biggest hurdles I first faced in my career was actually educating people as to what we're doing. And it was a lot of what we were focused on at the time. We were sort of making the mistakes. Again, I, I hadn't gone through college at this point or university. And so I was learning everything from the hard way and trying to explain what metal spinning is, is nigh on impossible sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's very hard to visualize when you're, you're trying to put things into writing. And yeah, so I sort of went down that route. I was stumbling here and there, uh, learning the ropes, uh, tweaking here and there. Didn't really have a set marketing plan either. It was just sort of looking at what's working, what's not working, exploring a bit more, doing a bit of research. And it was only really like five hours a day I was doing. Uh, five hours a week, sorry, not five hours a day. Um, and that was at that school level. Got to college level and I sort of increased my hours a few as well. Did business A level um, along with engineering as well. Um, and there I sort of learned the, the, sort of the basic ropes, things like your Porter's Fire Forces and sort of your, 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 your basics in, in business and even the basics of marketing. And yeah, I've done really well on that. And um, I, I started going a bit freelance as well in terms of some like voluntary work. So I started working in the music industry a little bit. Um, I was there backstage at Isle of Wight Festival uh, interviewing Blossoms, the script, that sort of thing. So it's, I'm just helping a mate out nice. um, with his business. He, he, he wanted to go in the, the music industry and sort of focus in that area. I was only there really for about six months to a year. It weren't sort of industry I was sort of f focused on. Um, again, it was, it was one of those where I enjoyed my time, but I sort of realised it's not really for me. Um, I think it was just the style of industry. And it's, a, it's like I say, it's a bit cutthroat in there as well um carried on let's say excel metal spinning uh, again learning more and more doing uh, online training uh, e-courses and things like that things like your hubspot um academy and that sort of thing um again it's, it's learned more so about how to properly set up your profiles on things like social media start to introduce really things like inbound marketing and that sort of concept and so i was learning all these and taking notes and had all these spreadsheets with me um got to university um again not university wasn't uh dead set for me it was like i went to portsmouth university now originally i was studying history and six months into that i knew that wasn't the course for me and then i thought well i, I want to still get a degree um but what am i good at what do i enjoy and realized that actually marketing is something i'm, I'm really falling back on um, and looking at the career, I'm actually no, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, let's let's explore marketing a bit more. So again, went to university, and the first year actually was a breeze because I'd already learned all the concepts of marketing at degree level, the hard way. I, I, I sort of I explored it. I, I knew what worked well, and this, this, that, and the other. And even throughout university, we were learning um, these big, um, like I suppose, like big like strategies and stuff like that would suit Coca-Cola and throughout my time five p's that's it yeah it's, it's, it's all these aspects of of marketing we're learning and i was like yeah it's great if you've got a massive budget and what i've learned over my time is that as an sme you're limited in resources you're limited in manpower you're limited in even knowledge base and stuff like that and so i was sort of applying all these trying to apply all these strategy into someone like excel metal spinning going through my mind and i was like this would work I, I would never be able to get half a million pounds on ads for the year and we just don't have that money um and so that sort of really shaped my degree aspect of things uh for the third year and just as i approached the end of the second year at the university i joined the made in britain organization with john pierce um 
went up to a conference in Liverpool and I was saying, look, John, I'm, I'm looking for work experience. I'll say I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my time Excel, but I'd, I'd say I'd like to be able to experience another business in like a manufacturing type sector. And uh, he took me on, but he said, look, I'll give you a part time job um, with with the with the team. You don't need to go straight to uh, work experience. You can finish off your third year. So I was part time Excel marketing. Um, I was leading the marketing team. It was only a one-man band that made in Britain, but again, yeah, I was doing that as well alongside a degree. So I was I was non-stop. It wasn't your typical uni experience that most people have, where up constantly out drinking, partying. Um, mm. It was more for me. It was just constant work, um, and it's paid off to be honest. Because I'm in a I'm in a good position. And I'm really grateful for the experiences I've had in these different businesses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you say, in that degree, I think. The experiences I found with working with such small teams in, I'd say, Excel and maybe Britain and learning about the limited budgets and limited resources, but also sort of the directions that they want to go in. Um, I shaped my degree on a, a book uh, I've read and it was called uh, Radical Marketing to begin with. And there were concepts of radical marketing that were flawed, but it basically looked at how small businesses are utilising the limited resources to remain competitive especially against big companies like your coca-colas like your bae systems and things like that um and i sort of explored this concept a bit more and i did a whole thesis on what i call entrepreneurial marketing and it basically looked at the structure of a small business like excel and and looking at the impacts at the time covid19 um and the day-to-day operations and basically what i found is that small businesses are able to pivot because they don't have such a a rigid structure uh very agile that's it and so you're looking at a large business in comparison to a small business there's a lot of red tape there's a lot of that the message takes a while to get down to to the bottom there in terms of pivot around and with a small business it so we were able to quickly adapt and we see that at excel metal spinning um especially with the likes of covid19 this that and the other and even the cost of living crisis now you can look at there's certain industries that have dropped down in orders but likewise there's also other industries that we've what we supply that have really increased their orders um and so let's say it's, it's maintaining as an sme that position where you're in the midpoint you can cater to a variety of industries um with let's say you, you've got your key focus uh type you, your best style customer but um you, you're making sure you're not you're in a position where you can pivot and adapt to these big economic challenges that are coming to us and i say i can i can like, we've seen a drop off and say like lighting industry for example uh, and if you think about that and you look at the, the consumer journey and things like that, you can see that as a B2C organization, naturally it's going to drop if you like luxury items, whereas yeah. somewhere like oil and gas and the automotive industry, which we start to see a big output, um, we're, we're, like I say, we're reaping the, the rewards. And like I say, we've, we've had a big focus on those, on those, those particular industries, for example, and, and, and similar industries like that. And so, yeah, we really, really benefit from that. Yeah, like I say, it's, um, I became head of marketing probably two years ago. Um, we had, like I say, the business operations manager covered the marketing and the sales as well. We were such a small team, we had multiple responsibilities, but he went on to leave at the University of Portsmouth and uh, they offered me the, the head of marketing role. And yeah, like you say, it's, it's sort of, uh, I've never looked back since and yeah, really enjoying yeah. my time at Excel. Uh, really interesting and there's so many people get into marketing in many ways often often unexpectedly actually the more people i talk to it kind of like oh i didn't really ever think 
I'd end up in marketing, but here I am and, and love it, you know, and uh, I think it's just a, a kind of journey that many people go on. So what, I mean, you're head of marketing, which is cool. I mean, what does the rest of the team look like? Do you have a team um, of people at Excel yeah. with you? Do, yeah, we're only a team of three, we're a small team of three. Um, we've got Alex who joined just, just over a year ago now, and she's our digital marketing executive. So you'll see her a lot on our socials now these days. I've sort of taken a little bit of a step back on that bit. Uh, and then we also got James as well, and he's our social media coordinator. Uh, and again, he's helping uh, Alex with the day-to-day strategies and things like that. He, so he's just, uh, let's say- How big is the overall on. team? Because I mean, you know, it's a pretty serious investment in people into marketing, which is awesome to see, but many businesses yeah. barely have one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, in terms of, I mean, we're covering three businesses at the same time. Uh, the history of Excel goes that we formed in 2000, but over the years, we uh, purchased Air Movement Supplies, who used to, were our biggest customer for XL Metal Spinning. The owner uh, then wanted to move to Australia, uh, and there was a risk that the business would collapse. And obviously, as a big chunk of uh, obviously sales that would have gone with it. And uh, Neil and Lee, the two company directors, made that drastic decision to go. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna purchase this customer and see what we can do with it. And again, it was one of those where the previous owner said, look, you can only achieve so much per month in terms of uh, profits. Uh, but yeah, Lee and Neil, they've they've tripled that per month uh, ever since. Cool. And that, that's booming that, that side of the business. And last year, um, it was like I said, we expanded into um, sort of the, the early processes. So Metamex Engineering covers the milling laser cutting and sort of the, the, the very foundations of the beginning stage of the uh, manufacturing processes that get, uh, are involved here and also the finishing processes as well so yeah so that was new so we're covering three businesses so as much as we all promote all excel we'll promote in another two businesses as well on top yeah. of that, like that even so you know it's, it's, it is an investment how did you go about getting um you know the guys to believe in in the marketing was it based on results was it you know you approaching them saying look i think if we invest and get more help we can do more i mean I think it was, you could argue certainly the results aspect of things, looking at the history of the company's profits and even like, I know the vanity turnover is vanity, but you can still use that as a, as a metric to look at. And, and you've seen a lot of people coming through to our website now and it's it loads of things like our website wasn't optimized for mobile friendly, just something simple as that. And uh, we were ranking quite low on the Google search engines and Ever since we've optimised our website, we're, we're, we're up there uh, just below Wikipedia now for this search term of metal spinning, for example. Things like just basic things like do that. You get, do you get many inquiries? Like, can you yeah. can you track business back to that? Yes, definitely. Yes, yeah. so we integrate something like, like HubSpot form, something just basic. But we've got a basic WordPress website, and and we integrate all that. And yeah, they say we can record now and track how many inquiries we had over the years, and that's what we sort of manage and, and monitor. Every, I'd say every quarter. We have like team meetings just to look at progress in terms of inquiries. How many of those inquiries did we actually turn into orders and uh, where did they come from? Customer satisfaction surveys, things like that. So we're constantly monitoring yeah. how we're engaging with uh, businesses and even like individuals outside uh, coming in and looking to order with Excel. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, why did they do that? And again, I think it, looking at since, well, it's, 2012 look at 2012 and the progress we've made in the marketing they, they can see it's a real difference and it's really having an impact on on the sales aspect of things and i think again it's 
our Martin team in metal spinning gives us our unique selling point. It's, it's unique to the industry because like we only know of uh, businesses that are really just taking videos on their phone. They're a one man, one man band. There's no actual set strategy that they've got. They, they sort of record their work and that's about it. Uh, there's no there's no like, strategy into trying to bring in new leads and converting those leads and raising awareness of their brands and stuff like that. Um, but like you say, I think, again, I think as well as the shock uh, factor where they're so, they were old school. Um, you look at metal spin and you go, ah, that's quite a, a mediocre subject. That's quite boring. No one's really going to pay attention to that. And, and that's quite the opposite. And where we've been so visual, uh, because we've got a highly visual craft, it, we, we've, we've seen a huge audience um, globally uh, really reacting to our to our social media really word of mouth is now starting to spread a lot more as well uh we've even got competitor metal spinners now referring to us as the the expert in the industry if they can't do it they send them to us um yeah. so yeah it's awesome, it's, isn't it you know and that, i mean that's the power of marketing reaching you know building and following a strategy designed to reach a target audience and obviously generate leads and fundamentally that's yeah. marketing at 101 it's great that it's working for you. I mean, what what do you think have been your major marketing successes then? In terms, I think it's a lot of what, the projects that we've been involved in, and especially in the PR aspect of things. So last year with the launch of Metamex Engineering, we really rinsed that in terms of uh, the media. And uh, we said we had the likes of Penny Morning coming down. And obviously she was in the middle of her campaign to become the next Prime Minister. So that's really big uh, like coverage that we had there. And, they say, I think that, that was one of our probably biggest successes in the PR sort of front. Um, I mean, we've, we've had features in things like Daily Express and our local newspaper, the Portsmouth News, Telegraph, that sort of thing. So, yeah, we've really, like say, we've really enjoyed that sort of brand awareness and that sort of coverage that we've received. And I suppose as well, in terms of the marketing and the social media side of things, it's, it's the reach that we're reaching. Um, we've been engaging with Metal Spinners in Japan, uh, the lead uh, Metal Spinner of SpaceX, constantly talking to yeah, him, and wow. he's awesome in some of the, uh, the content that we get to see behind the scenes. Um, yeah, like American, Canadians, again, again, it's that reach, and it's, it's creating that global community of, of Metal Spinning, and I think a lot of Metal Spinners in the UK really appreciate what we're doing as well, because not only are obviously we're promoting our services it's it's the the, the sort of the, the basic of what we're trying to do but yeah we're just great raising the profile of a, of a yeah, potentially you know dying yeah. art really that's it that's it and i think what we can do is really show the appreciation to to the skill the quality the techniques that we use and and bring other people and allow them to join our journey and and, and show them what we're doing and uh, what we're achieving and like you say, I, I think from that, we've had some huge projects. Uh, we've got uh, antennae dishes that are currently orbiting the sun as we speak. Uh, we've got, uh, we did parts of the uh, Spitfire nose cones, like restoration projects, even the Lancaster bomber yeah. back up in Lincoln. Um, the PDC World Arts Championship, we did the glow piece for that. And so they say, uh, Billy Boy Smith, uh, Billy Boy Smith uh, won that one. So again, that was a, a really, uh, like you say, we were really proud so have been involved in that and like you said we've had all sorts of projects we've, we've done uh, bits for the uh, tower of london and so i say the poppy appeal and all that sort of stuff yeah, things yeah, awesome. different projects I mean, I'm, like I'm a i'm a massive fan i love watching your content i mean you know the 
yeah, the PDC trophy and, and, you know, talking about how that has been formed, that, you know, it's really cool. And I get, you know, fundamentally, that's it, isn't it? The power of social media, power of reaching people. That's so it. it's all uh, I'm looking positive. I guess, you know, with every positive, there's, there's not, it's not always easy. Um, I mean, what kind of uh, challenges, if any, do you think you experience, particularly doing marketing in a manufacturing or engineering company, which is, you know, not, always deemed to be the most sexy thing and or it's b2b so how do you do it uh you know you've not as you say you've probably still not got half million pounds uh budget billboard yeah. campaign i think i think it's like to say we're working within our means within the resources that we've got available and uh, i think the, one of the biggest challenges that like you say was trying to explain what map spinning is i think that was the biggest challenge that i've had to overcome and and this is why we've gone on to video and we, we sort of joined that sort of video trend as it was starting to really be talked about and we got there early days and like say we, we were on TikTok. um we were on TikTok early when that mm-hmm. first started i thought well, is there something that we could do with this you got the boss doing dancers then is that what you're saying and they do no it was a bit different actually we were exploring the things like um there was a big trend with presses just like crushing things like random things and we, we actually got us like a small small press in the, the workshop so we we mucked about a little bit there and we had like a big like happy face ball uh we squished that and that got that got about fifty thousand views and quite a lot of it's really interesting and again it goes to show the kind of um the belief i guess in you and your team by your by your um stakeholders because you know many people would look at that and go well you know what's filming some tiktoks on a press crushing something got to do with my business how's that going to generate me leads and fundamentally yeah. you know where's that going to add to my bottom line but you know that's that is the kind of longer term view is that actually you're building brand awareness you're pointing people yeah. towards what you do you're humans right you have fun along that's the it. way you know that's you, and that's that's it is showcasing the humanity side of the business and who's involved and the expertise and then obviously you can encourage people but obviously you're not you're not your whole remit is not to make funny tiktoks of you smashing stuff it's, yeah. you know that's just a you know an added bonus but yeah no it's really interesting and i think you know honestly like from the outside and you know we we work with a lot of companies in the sector and you know what you guys are up to is great and and i i'm like uh, like really pleased to see companies that are investing you know obviously investing in individuals in internally you know and obviously people that you know work with agencies like ourselves as, as extra resource but just believing that marketing is a powerful medium and it's cool to see so sort of getting towards the end of the episode and i kind of always ask the same couple of questions to all the guests and um, it's been really interesting and so i'm going to ask you the very same thing so what would you say are your three top tips for marketing managers um in our industry I think in terms of marketing management, I think you've got to have a, a personality, a brand personality, and I think you need to define that early days as part of your marketing strategy. Um, like you say, you need to be able to know who you're talking to, who you're targeting, uh, and you need to be able to connect to them almost on a human level. Um, it's, it's, it's fine promoting and being so promotional with with the brand, but what I found over the, over the years is that just bombarding them with promotions and and really rigid style like things like twitter posts it's not going to connect you're not going to connect with with the brand you need you need something that people can really connect to and and form a community around your brand um and this is what we've done uh with uh, visuals we we want to 
it brings people in almost like into the factory type thing and we can only do that visually we can't really explain what we're doing and again so and we, we, we're reaping the rewards from that i think as well having a level of transparency as well um and again yeah. that's something we, we're certainly focused on this year um being transparent with your customers being honest don't lie to them um you're going to be found out anyway um and what i've found is like early days when you 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 promised them the world and you didn't fulfill yeah. that you, you you're going to damage your brand per like brand itself and uh like you say you're not gonna have a great uh customer relationship so you need to be building that customer relationship aspect and this is what something we're doing this year as well we're, we're looking at how can we make our our process a lot more transparent and one of the things we're doing is this sort of domino style pizza tracker so they're <laughs> going to be out now logging onto our website um and view their orders and see exactly where it is on the production line so again it's 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 having that great transparency and i'd say my, my, most importantly for any marketer it's just have fun um yep. like i say life is so full of seriousness this that and the other and i, I think uh having fun on the job and and really convey you can really convey that in the work you do as well and um like you say i think a lot more people will appreciate that the work that you do in there uh sort of thinking about the visuals the content you don't want something boring and bland you, you want to have fun with with the creation you want to you want to explore new ideas you want to get on these trends early and it, it's things like that that you you want to really sort of focus on in, in the market but at the same time you're there to do a job um so you need to really balance that out um you're there to hit targets you're there to to bring people in you're there to raise the brand awareness or whatever goals that you set yourself but you need to do it in a way that you're not going to compromise uh i suppose that the fun aspect of it because marketing is is a really fun yeah, uh, no, part totally, of yeah. yeah. amazing yeah awesome tips uh, definitely uh agree with all of those so uh yeah take take them on and uh, add them to your mix if you're in this world um so i mean i presume you know you learn um you read and and follow things and and again it's um what would be your free top marketing resources in terms of i suppose in terms of book level that radical marketing book uh is only uh a small cost on amazon and uh, i purchased it from but that, that gave me sort of like the the first foundational ideas of of my theory of entrepreneurial marketing and, and the and the the dissertation that I wrote about it and how we can leverage resource constraints of small businesses to remain competitive in the market. Uh, I think definitely give that one a read because that's that's certainly insightful, that's for sure. But in terms of um, in terms of resources, I suppose I mean we're looking at things like social media, for example. You need to look at a scheduling software like something like Hootsuite or Later.com, something like that that can you can allow you to manage and sort of automate the the process somewhat um that has been so fundamental for us as a small team to manage three businesses on social media and and it gives you a lot more free time to be able to focus on the creative elements of, of marketing or or the reporting elements or the inbound marketing and the content writing so I, i'd certainly recommend let's say looking into something like that um i suppose in terms of the visuals side of it i mean we use very basic equipment we look like we're using top-end 4k cameras we're not we're using <laughs> I'm, I'm using my google pixel 6 pro phone that's all i'm doing um 
I, I purchased some really basic equipment, a, a, a cheap stabilizer from Amazon again. Um, and using something like a software like Canva, for example, it, I, I, we paid for the yeah. premium version of it. You can use the free version of it. And let's say that, that we're using basic, basic equipment, basic software. Uh, but you, if you put the focus and the sort of the, the hard work, the attention into detail, you can really achieve some amazing things. And like I say, we, we've, we've done that, just that. And like, hopefully we continue to, uh, to do that. And uh, like I say, we're now looking at our YouTube channel and looking at a whole YouTube series to bring you into the factory and get a, a more in-depth, uh, real view of the processes that are getting involved in, in metal spinning and show you the mistakes we make because we will make mistakes yeah. and yeah and there's challenges that were they're, they're going to happen um and how do we overcome these challenges and i think what that can do is really allow people from outside the business to appreciate the the skill and the the quality and the work that goes into to producing some of these like say you you spit by nose cones or or your your space antennas um and yeah, i think from that you and justify your price point as well from that. And I think that a lot of people can do that. I think a lot of people from UK who perceive UK manufacturers as expensive don't realise the you're not just paying for an, a bit of material, a bit of, like a cone. You're paying for the skill, your knowledge, your industry uh, experiences, um, the challenges you're having to overcome, and the material. There's like so many factors that yeah. you don't get to it's the value, the value add, and, and um, you know that that's something you have to uh build into all your processes um Curtis, i mean it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you uh, really exciting i could talk to you for hours um you know it's, it's just interesting and you know fellow marketer and i can see your brain whirls at 100 mile an hour like mine so it's all good um but we are getting to the end now and, and i kind of always end the show just saying you know what, what's next for for excel what's next for curtis in 2023 I think for us, it's looking at a further expansion. Um, we we just, just come out of a meeting earlier today, and again, it, it, it's looking at we, we need new, we need more machinery, more employees, we need bigger that space. Uh, and again, in terms of the market in front for me, it's looking at the greater transparency for the customer to bring them onto our journeys and using these technology to address the, the I suppose, the shortage, or we're limited in number. Um, yeah. And I suppose the way we can address that limitation is to look at investing in new technologies and and looking at innovative ways. Again, the entrepreneurial marketing theory again coming out of there. Looking at innovative ways to leverage these resource constraints and and keep competitive in the market and continue growing for the for the positive and be here for the next 10, 20, 100, 200 years. <laughs> yeah, awesome, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. I wish you all the very best in twenty twenty three. Um, I'll you. definitely be checking out what's going on and um, what we'll do, we'll pop all of the links to your socials and um, stuff in the description so anyone listening can go and follow Excel, follow Curtis, uh, connect with him and uh, yeah, keep the community growing and uh, yeah, let's uh, we get to meet very, very soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As always, any resources and links are in the description box below and we'll see you next time in the engine room.